lovelies, I'm Jay at Corinne Insight and these are going to be our weekly messages last week of 2023. So as a lot of you know, those of you that have been with me for years um, and that you can see it from <laughs> not last season, but the way that I do my monthly readings, I've been going by the seasons for a very long time. So, you know, it's um, Sag season, Capricorn season, Aquarius season. And the new year for me is um, the spring equinox, the beginning of Aries, because I always, it never really felt like a new year for me in the middle of Capricorn season, right? This year feels like a new year. So I want to say that first and foremost. So there is, I mean, the cards kind of back this up as well. There is something of an ending and a new beginning that comes up for this last week of um of 2023 you know um those are I mean, 2023 2024 those are like man-made numbers and ways that we use to measure to measure the passing of the years to measure these cycles that we go through but there is something about this year and i know what it is i mean we've got um, a full moon on the 27th right we've got a full moon cancer this week on the 27th um we're gonna have venus going into sagittarius this um this week we're going to have jupiter going direct by the end of the week um and a number of other things and then as we enter you know as we enter next week we're just going forward a little bit we're going to have uh mars entering capricorn mars in capricorn is a workhorse right so if you want the drive if you want to get things done you want to work towards something there's mars in capricorn backing us up helping us out with that but even before that, you know, as we enter the new year, we have Mercury going direct. So, you know, there it, it's this year feels to me, I mean, forget all the astrology, forget all of that. Just energetically, it feels that way. I've been in 12 week readings, you know, the road, uh, the road ahead, those map readings. So looking at um, different people's readings and it doesn't matter what they're going through. Um, and there are a number of different areas that I've looked at. Some people, you know, kind of not doing anything, feeling stuck. Other people really struggling with a lot. I mean, not to say that the stuck people aren't struggling or that the people that are struggling, you know, there's just lots going on. But there are certain themes that have come up, which really kind of drives home this feeling of a new year. So if you don't usually set New Year's resolutions, I mean, I don't, but this year might be the year to do that. Right. So that's the kind of intro if there was one let's get started with these cards we're starting off with let's have a look here let's move that there for a moment uh, i'm you know i'm gonna butcher all the names <laughs> for these cards but ikshil and uh, let's just say it that way i'll just say the way that it sounds nice to me medicine of the rainbow jaguar i love jaguars so this is a lovely card to get there is something about the mother and can the full moon and cancer energy that comes up around this i'm recording this on saturday the 16th of december so a little bit before this week um i do want to say this that i i am planning a kind of roundup i want to give you kind of my roundup of this year and what i feel going into next year next year I feel a lot so i want to share that with you and i'm obviously you can see it in what i'm doing positioning myself to be of the greatest um to just make room in my life to be able to express 
um, into the energy of next year to engage with it and to be there collectively for all of us. So you can see I've been making moves. So thank you to everyone that's been patient with me. I know I haven't been around as much as I usually am. I haven't definitely haven't done any talks. I just haven't had the time. I explained it at the end of um, those seasonals that I did in sad season. I don't even want to call them sad seasonals. They're a bit strange, but let's get started with this. So um, Ixchel, I'm going to sort of say that because that sounds cute, right? Medicine of the Rainbow Jaguar. And it says, Ixchel protects you now as you transition from one life phase to the next. We might be going to New Year, but I'm going to say this and you go, I know it's one of my favorite things to say. You can't make this shit up. Like imagine this card coming up in the last year of 2023. So buckle up, folks, right? So Ixchel protects you now as you transition from one life phase to the next. With her rainbow light, this guardian goddess instructs you on how to use great power with wisdom to nourish only what is worthy. Using Jaguar medicine with perfect timing, she confronts that which is unworthy of, of her devotion, eradicating destructive forces and creating space for healing, relief and rebirth. Her presence is the wild power of the Jaguar, the renewal promise of the rainbow, and divine feminine creativity all darkness shall be overcome and you know as i record this i'm still recording this from the darker side of the winter solstice you know that is when the sun is reborn the days start to get longer um we're headed towards uh, in the northern hemisphere right the opposite happens in the southern but there is a feeling of that, especially with, you know, the first thing that happens on the other side of that is a full moon in Cancer. And that full moon in Cancer, the sun will trine Jupiter. I mean, Jupiter's not going to be direct exactly at that time, but um, I'm very well versed in the astrology of this period because I've been doing so many people's readings and looking at their birth charts. Um, I tend to pick up things very quickly once I start looking at them. So a lot of this is kind of ingrained in me now. But um, the sun will trine Jupiter when the uh, when that sun moon happens, sun moon, full moon happens and the moon's going to sextile Jupiter. So there is that feeling there. Um, when I was looking through the astrology of this week, I, I did feel a kind of night of pentacles. Like, there's a reversal, like, you know, this kind of happening, but it's slow. As you would expect this time of year, as you would expect as we're slowing down, towards the end of the year, getting ready for this new year for us, hum we're human beings, right? Of course, that's how we measure things. Um, so th there, I was not surprised to see the messenger of earth, who is the Knight of Pentacles show up here. And I think that's because even though there's a promise, I, I, I feel that as a promise with the sun, with, you know, the full moon in cancer, and you'll hear a lot of great astrologers talk about this, so I don't need to go into that. Um, but with the sun trining Jupiter, who's still retrograde um, and sextiling the moon, um, there's this thing of a promise, a promise of expansion, a promise of something new. But there's a sense of leaving behind certain things into tw in 2023. And that may be people, that may be jobs, that may be situations. But what I love about this card coming up is the medicine of the Rainbow Jaguar. It talks about nourishing only what is worthy. So this does not mean putting our full focus on that which is not working. This does not mean giving everything that we've got to 
you know, right, getting rid of this, doing that, blah, blah, and all the rest of it. I mean, it may be worth having a good clear out of your house if that's something that you feel led to do. But that's not the point, guys. Like, you know, it's when that would be focusing on what doesn't work. What is worth nourishing? That is that is the key phrase of this. So, you know, from the, your emotional waters, where do they pull? What is it that you want to to build here? I mean, you can have a look um, in the cards. We, we start off with this kind of ace of cups, ace of water here, and the four of earth, right? And then the two of cups, the three and the three of earth and the three of air, which is the three of pentacles and the three of swords. So that is facing the future. That is planning for the future. We're forward facing. Self-directed is a word that I've probably said the most, or a phrase, it's not a word, it's two words, but, you know, hyphenated. But I've said it so much in the last... Um, I don't know, however long, but let's continue. So it says, in a reading, you are going through a transition. No shit. Anyway, um, you are going through a transition. Cultivate hope and stay true to your intentions. Let nothing divert you from your true path. If you have a new project, vision or lifestyle that you are seeking to bring into the world, Ixchel is guiding and is guiding and guarding you for a healthy birth. And there's that that's that protection, protective power of cancer, I think. She also brings a message that there are times when fierceness is necessary. It is important that you cut off negative sources completely at this time and do not allow yourself to be used or exploited. Now, one of the ways to do that is what is positive? What is the yes? What are you focused on? What are you birthing? What are you like? That's the way to do it. And not and if think about that, the whole thing is about what we are nourishing, what we are bringing to birth, like giving birth to. What are we creating? What are we building? I mean, you know, Jupiter's in Taurus, retrograde or not. And what are you building? That's the thing that you're building. So even if you go about building something, but your whole attention is something like, I'll show them or I'm not going to have this person around or, you know, whatever. You're not giving your all to what you're nourishing. Your your whole vibe is around what you're trying to suffocate, what you're trying to deprive, right? And it's very nuanced and it's very, you know, it's slight. It, it's a, there's a fine line, but it doesn't matter what you do. It it really matters um, on your energy behind it, what you give to that thing as you do it, your reasons for why you do it. I know you've heard me say this forever, but really kind of feel your way into this. Um, if this came up in the Leo message, Leo message was amazing that I did for Sagittarius. And, you know, I know why, because Sagittarius is the fifth house for Leo. And so that's create, create creativity, self-expression. And all of us want to do that in some way. So if you haven't checked it out, check out the Leo message that I did for, um, it'll say Sag seasonal, but, you know, check it out because there was a whole thing in there around, you know, we can come from what we're defending ourselves from, what we're protecting ourselves from, what we stand for, the, the Tower and the Seven of Wands. But take this week, if you want, look back and think about what you regret. You know, did you spend too much time with certain people? Did you not spend enough time with other people? Um, were you preoccupied with something and you wished that you'd had more time to do something else? You know, time, 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 I'm saying, because Capricorn is, is a Saturn ruled sign. But consider all of this consider all of this you know what what was this year like for you take a moment consider it reflect on it and 
that's a place of inspiration. Even our regrets can be a place of inspiration. Anything can be, right? Um, but consider that. Anyway, let's continue. Where was I up to? Okay, it's important that you cut off negative sources completely at this time and do not allow yourself to be used or exploited. This is not the time to indulge someone else's ego or go against your own inner knowing in order to give someone the benefit of the doubt. Trust your instincts and break immediately from what isn't right for you. This will, and you do that by what is right for you, right? This will bring you new opportunities and situations that are worthy of your passionate devotion. Here's the spiritual guidance. Ixchel, a goddess of the rainbow light, is responsible for sending rain to nourish the crops, ensuring fertility and life. She overturns her divine womb and allows sacred life-giving rain to fall into the soul, promoting growth. And, with, and a lot of this will be at a deep internal level because it's a cancer full moon, right? Even though we're in Capricorn season, but that's where the stories that we tell within ourselves, how we treat our own emotions, our addiction to certain emotions that we have, right? The devil, that's what the devil really shows us. The Capricorn is showing us, hey, you're addicted to feeling that way, right? The addiction, you know, the constant maybe sometimes where, you know, the biohacking that we do, we're always trying to do something with ourselves. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think there's every, all of this is a fine, there's a fine line, there's a balance in this. But at some point, we have to ask, are we trying to optimise ourselves or are we addicted to this notion that, oh, I can feel happy all the time. I can feel grounded all the time. I can feel, and we can't. There's no feeling that you'll have all the time. Like just ask cancer, right? So I think a lot of those themes come up when we have a full moon in cancer, right? In Capricorn, which happens in Capricorn season. Um, where was I? So she overturns her divine womb and allows sacred life-giving rain to fall onto the soul, promoting growth. The rainbow light of Ixchel is an oracle of renewal. This is your sign that all is in accord with life, that new beginnings shall stem from the past, that there is power to create, and that, which, and that what is beautiful, necessary and healing shall flow to you and through you into the world. Ixchel holds jaguar medicine. Jaguar thrives in many environments, being able to climb, run and swim. Because of its mastery over height, distance and water, it is said at a spiritual level to hold power throughout all dimensions. Its medicine brings the ability to move in darkness without fear, to see clearly through chaos, to evade and to destroy. Jaguar medicine is fierce, decisive, powerful and irreversible. Ixchel, and that's Irreversible is a very judgment card, uh, judgment or Pluto energy. Ixchel brings you this medicine now for your own soul journey. A, def a definitive conquering of darkness is at hand. So our own conquering, right, um, of darkness that we know that maybe we've been afraid to go, th go there. Ixchel's teachings include her story of falling passionately in love with a man who did not respect her. Eventually, to get away from him, as she shapeshifted into a jaguar, becoming invisible whenever he sought her out. In this way, she evaded him and saved herself and the world which relied upon her bounty and vitality from destruction. Ixchel teaches us of the need to confront what isn't working in our lives, including the influence of negative people, honestly, without fear or compromise. Jaguar, and it's interesting that he uses that word of co without 
compromise because we have here the Capricorn card, which is about compromise. So we'll get to that when we get down there, but it ties in beautifully, this reading. So where was I? Jaguar is not a halfway medicine. If we allow unworthy influences to take up residence in our minds, our hearts and our souls. So that's all very internal, right? Even just a little, they will eventually be our undoing, eroding our happiness, self-esteem, vitality and ability to fulfil our passionate purpose. Ixchel brings Jaguar to remind us that exploitation, abuse and disrespect are unacceptable and must be dealt with effectively according to correct timing and with absolute certainty in our hearts. This is not about harming another, but about cutting off the influence in our souls. Jaguar medicine is a great power and can be used for good or ill. Purity of heart and mind becomes increasingly important as spiritual power grows. Make yourself unavailable to negativity, gossip or ill will in any way. Seek out the honest and the constructive. Share your power and devotion judiciously and only with that which serves your true values. So true values is a very kind of um, Taurus vibe. And we've got that Taurus, Jupiter and Taurus, um, as I said, um, training and sextiling this uh, full moon in cancer that we're going to be having, right? So we got here Scott's Pine. I feel like we got this somewhere recently or maybe it was in a personal reading that I did. I don't remember, but I feel like we got this, but I've been doing so many readings. I can't keep up with what showed up with. So this is what Scott's Pine says. The pine is a pioneer and fulfills its role in life with great versatility. It spreads out it spreads out its distinctive and steadfast branches everywhere from the cold of Siberia to the heat of southern clim climes. In semi-desert or on steep mountain slopes and even in the salty air of the coast. That's that's that versatility. And I versatility is really important because one of the questions I ask a lot is, okay, but why is that the way that you want to do it? Why do you love in that way? Why do you hope in that way? Why do you show power in that way? Right? Because we're able you're able to do it. You can have a choice. You know, there are different ways to love. There are different ways to do whatever. And this isn't just, oh, that's because that's the way that I am. It's just bringing awareness to that. Like, what is my why? Why do I show up in this way? Why do I love in that this way? Why do I treat myself in this way when I feel that? You know, it's not about changing the feeling. It's about why you do what you do when that feeling comes up. And what does that action say about you? Awareness observer just consider it just consider it i mean what's been the dominant feeling for you this past year that might be a good place to start all right so uh the pine is a social tree <laughs> yeah we see that uh the pine is a social tree it produces pine cones that contain highly nutritious seeds in the forest the pine mixes well with other species and is the only tree allowed by the oak to grow within its immediate vicinity Viking chieftains and the mighty warriors of ancient Scotland would not go to war or allow them. Hang on, I think oak came up last time. I've got a feeling. All right. So Viking chieftains and the mighty warriors of ancient Scotland could not go to war or allow themselves to be buried without the presence of the pine angel. The pine itself is a warrior, the greatest of them all. It is bursting with purpose and perseverance. And when the time comes, can be as patient as an angel or as decisive as a sword. Pine brings clarity and adaptability combined with a strong impetus to be creative. 
and the inspiration to follow our own path. One of its greatest strengths is synthesis, as well as directness and sincerity. Success, even triumph, are Pine's companions, but only because it accepts responsibility for its actions. Pine's secret is its loyalty and willingness to serve a higher purpose. We must keep this in our minds and hearts. If we don't, we will inevitably start to misuse Pine's talents, becoming shameless and arrogant. When Pine is absent, we are no longer able to confront issues, but become timid and indecisive, confused and insecure. Lacking orientation, we become bewildered and lapse into treachery and darkness, eventually becoming confined by the prison of our own fear. Here's the Oracle's verse. Persistence and patience, stamina needs courage. Doubt evaporates in the fire of devotion and the streaming life force swells. The spiritual warrior has a single mind and serves a purpose far greater than the self. Um, so, you know, with a lot of this stuff of like going forward, expressing ourselves, what are we nourishing? You know, all of these themes that come up. Uh, if you do, if you, I mean, got the two of cups says this is around support, support, right? I want you to consider this before you begin demonizing people, things, because there's too much of that in the world, guys, right? And it's very easy because that's our bias, I think, because we're encouraged to do that, right? For, you know, whatever nefarious, nefarious plans, uh, power, right? It's power trying to hold on for power's sake, I think, um, and so there are these kind of very destructive examples that are being set for us to hate, to demonize, that we're, we're justified in doing whatever. So this is, when you consider all of this, I want you to think about this, that however you feel about someone, right, no matter how negative they are, um, whatever they, you know, whatever they are, I'm, I'm not saying you're not right to feel that way. However you feel, about your situation or anyone in your life to kind of save yourself from the track is a little hack that I use to save yourself from the trap of that you're better than them or that you're good and they're bad right to, to not fall into that that dichotomy is just consider this that exactly how you feel about them is what they think about you that's how they feel about you now, you know, you might think, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not that. I'm not selfish. I don't do this. I don't use people. I don't do whatever. But in their story, and I'm recording this, right? Still, we're still in Sag season as I record this. In their story, you are those things. Because every person is the hero of their own story. So you would be that in their story, right? It's That's logical. That's not, you know object them objectively from your perspective right that's just which is not objective that's subjective you may not feel that way you may not think there's any reason to feel that way but that is how the world works right so if we realize that okay in my story this person's a villain but then what does your hero do what does the hero do and remember this right that what it talks about being a warrior i mean i've used the earth warriors deck here for a reason um, I think, you know, when it comes to warriors, as, as much as we look at signs and we talk about Aries, uh, how we feel, you know, what we do with that, our base, our security, how we, you know, emotional support, all of that, the grounding of us, right? I think it's the fourth house and the fourth house of Capricorn is Aries. 
So that warrior nature of understanding of what matters and their own might and their own strength and their own ability to take, you know, healthy risks is what makes Capricorn a Capricorn. And so that's why I picked Earth Warriors, you know, the Earth for Capricorn and the warrior element, because, you know, North Node is in the fourth house of Capricorn. Uh, so there's a lot that comes up, I think, around how taking that fire, taking that strength, taking our power in last week's claiming power and moving from that space. And I say that because we don't want to get lost in the judgments and the, you know, demonizing of other people because we're the demons wherever you think you're an angel right you are also a demon to someone and so playing the arguing game of who's the angel who's the demon who's good who's bad right that just creates conflict and war and there's nothing born out of that we just tear each other down there's just destruction that comes out of that and we will only do that to others because we do that to ourselves. There's nothing self-loving about that. There's nothing self-loving about that. If you're thinking, why should you talk about self-love? Ace of water. Now, also in that thing that I'm saying of, you know, however you see other people, consider that they see you that way, right? And that makes you, you are that way, right? And they are that way. The way that you see someone like that, they are that way. This is not, oh, but they're wrong, whatever. No, because people are gonna take actions based on how they feel. They're going to commit based on how they feel. They're going to speak from how they feel, right? And so no matter how justified we feel, Libra season, remember, South Node is going through there. Um, Venus is still in Scorpio. No matter how, and you know, remember, justifications turn to vengeance, right? They're, they're hopping a skip away. You start justifying, it turns to vengeance. There is nothing that grows in that ground, in the earth of vengeance. Nothing will grow. There's only destruction further destruction there's more death and this is the mother coming in to nourish to grow so you'll see well let's just get onto the rune so you see the rune here and the rune is gibo and you'll see that the look at the keywords that come up for this partnership a gift so if both of you see each other that way then it's a gift that you're not inflicting that you're not inflicting each other on each other right and that is a mindset that is a feeling that is then you know whatever you do it is a gift you're not trying to get revenge on someone but you might be doing the same thing you might be you know not no longer giving time effort and energy to a certain situation or relationship or whatever in your life but this is all done from the notion of a gift. And if you would not want that as a gift, right? Or whatever it is, then please don't call it a gift and give it to someone else. I've had Gemini's, I had a few Gemini's actually that I'd spoke to um, in the past. And I always bring up Gemini's in these weeklies, I've noticed now, but you know why? As much as I'm talking about Capricorn and the fourth house of Aries, um, Gemini has Saturn in their 10th, right? So there are certain signs that their energies, their themes are all of us, right? They, they, we copy each other or we, no, let's not say copy, we don't copy each other, but we do affect each other by the examples that we, that we, uh, we mimic each other, right? There, there's parts of that, even if we do it unconsciously, 
we do mimic each other and you know that's what ask any confidence trickster they know how to do that by getting you to mimic them they will show that they trust you so you will trust them um so where was i going with that so yes you know I, i've had this conversation where there is cruelty there is you know harm that is done from words spoken or the way truth is used and when i've said to them that you know is that loving is that loving what you're doing and they say yeah it's a gift i'm giving them the gift of truth would, would you want that gift of truth would you want it given to you in that way and if they're completely honest and a couple of them have been and a lot of them haven't they would uh, they just disappeared um when i've said that to them they will say no but they will admit that but i never get it wrong or you know i know what truth is no one would speak to me that way that you know if if i was that wrong then i would want it and i said okay but consider yourself wrong right now is that how you want someone to speak to you if you were convinced that you were right but you know there's another perspective that you're just not seeing because we all have our blind spots pisces right we all have our blind spots um i've got a i don't know if you can tell but there is this tapestry that has been woven from all of this and so i know i po point out little details and stuff but hopefully i'll get back to you in the talk so then i can tell show you more of the tapestry rather than just pointing out all of these these aspects and themes that to me have woven this beautiful tapestry of where we are and where we're going i will share more of that but let's read you gibo um so this says drawing this rune is an indication that partnership in some form is at hand in love relationships in business matters in partnering of every kind you are put on notice not to collapse yourself into that union for true partnership is achieved only by separate and whole beings who retain their separateness even as they unite remember to let the winds of heaven dance between you at the same time there is another realm of partnership that you are called to consider for the path of partnership can lead you to the realization of a still greater union, union union with the higher self union with the divine the ultimate gift of this rune is the realization of the divine in all things god always enters into equal partnerships gibo the rune of partnership has no reverse for it signifies the gift of freedom from which flow all other gifts and think consider that as well consider that in yourself when you're considering because there's a lot i mean you've got the two of bloody cups here and you've got this thing about relationships and people if you need others to act a certain way then do oh do are we giving people the freedom of being themselves if people need us to behave a certain way that goes against our own um who we are right you know our own personalities or who we consider ourselves to be um that want us to compromise is that word right compromise um who we are and what we do and it that brings up a very interesting notion I'll, I'll talk about it more when we get to the three of earth because that that is compromise but it's a kind of more nuanced look at what compromise means right if you have to compromise who you are if you have to become that's not compromise that's a denial of self and becoming someone else if you have to become someone else to be in a relationship there's no freedom in that if you require another to be a certain way right other than what they are there's that's you're asking them to deny who they are that is non-acceptance now why do i bring that up because if this is about moving in different ways connecting with different people doing all of that wonderful stuff 
then you're going to land in the same way. Because then what you're doing is you've got a list of what the perfect friend, whatever, lover, work boss, co-worker is. And you are looking for someone to fit that template. So you're not actually looking to support someone. You're, you're hiring for a job, for a character. You know, you're hiring, you're doing cast call. Um, what are they called? Yeah, you're um, uh, casting for a character in your life. And they, they, loads of people do that. Or in some ways, all of us do that, right? And it's being aware of that. This is about nourishing and growing. What am I nourishing and growing? So, but first we must accept people for who they are and then think, how does my behaviour do this? I mean, I've recently had to own it in myself. I've been enabling some very bad behaviour. Um, so, you know, that's, that, that, that is not, that's not nourishing then, that, that's destructive for all people concerned, right? Even though it looks like nourishing, even though it looks like kindness. So take this, so you really consider it this week, really think about this. And you know where that rune talks about the divine? Um, we have got Mercury squaring Neptune this week. And think about that last week I talked about Mercury, Sun Kazemi, right? That that happens. That happened at the, the when this for this week when you guys see this. But Mercury squares Neptune as well. And so at in retrograde. So is there something that comes up here? Is there a reminder of something? Is there, you know, something that... Mercury is where Neptune is, there's no real truth, right? We don't know what the hell to believe. That's the thing, you know, when Neptune muddies everything, clouds everything, dissolves every everything, right? And when it's with Mercury retrograde, there could be a, a, a really different perspective that comes through. So I would really sit with it consider it this is not you can see from these cards this is not the week to go around announcing things and saying oh you know you can go screw yourself or you can do whatever and this this isn't that this isn't that this is understanding the roles that we play with other people um where we compromise ourselves and we might blame another person but we compromise ourselves right um where have you compromised and i would say go back the whole year don't even think about it right now go back the whole year go back your whole lifetime um and and that's one of the reasons, you know, for me in my life, like, uh, cutting people out of my life, it's a last resort. I've often found, you know, I haven't had to do it because those people go away themselves, right? When when you start coming from a place of honesty and truth, um, they go away themselves. They don't want to be around you because you're not engaging in the narrative that they want you to engage in. Um so that happens but, but but i'll tell you why not because it's cruel to someone else like you know that's not the reason that cancellation or cutting people out of my life is a last call it's because i delay confronting a part of myself that that person represents so this is not about you know as the card said giving others the benefit of the doubt this isn't that and think about it you know a lot of people at this time you're going to be spending time with family with friends you know um or not you know maybe um, I know somebody who was telling me the story, someone in, in, in my family, extended family, who's telling me the story um, that a few, I think it was like New Year, a few New Year, they were telling me about, you know, sitting in the kitchen, um, in the dark, on the floor, and just crying, right, you know, just alone, and ending the year alone, and it had just been such a dark year, 
and and they're just like i can't i'm not doing this next year like this is it i'm done with this i'm done with you know just that full moment so it's not i'm not saying it's the happiest time of year for many it isn't and sometimes it takes that that full realization of just how bad things are just how awful you feel and you know and that in and of itself is a purge is a release and we can move forward from there then and you know the person that i'm talking about they were telling me this from the perspective of you know they're now looking to get engaged and you know be married and they've got their finances are cool and you know everything like they they did do that it wasn't easy that was a few years ago but it was a change and it was an internal change it wasn't like i'm gonna start doing this now i'm gonna start doing that it was just confronting the feelings water sign the person has a water sun and a water moon um the person that i'm talking about right so that is basically your reading but i'm gonna we'll go through the cards so we can just kind of um fine tune some of this stuff that comes up look at this four of earth i mean that's a capricorn card and this is sun um well, sometimes venus but sun in capricorn four of earth and so think about this right what does this show us what is the four of earth or four of pentacles what does it show us it shows us where we can't right i don't have anything to give to this situation um or it might be showing but we must consider where our comfort zone is around that because that's what it is a comfort zone card right and think we're going from a four to a three to a bloody knight of earth right so we're moving forward but with the four of earth four of pentacles it's nothing ventured, nothing gained. Like I can hold on to this. I'm afraid to lose what little I've got. That's what the four of earth says. What little I've got, I, I can't risk it because it, because what's the, what's the option? What comes after the four is the five. It's the knowing it will be a struggle, knowing that, you know, I'm going to be lacking stuff, knowing I won't, I'll be rejected, knowing I won't have the support, right? That's why this person holds on to what they've got in the four of pentacles because they know that the five of pentacles is what comes next. But any person, hey, you can count me in that, right? You know, any person who's ever had to make a break for something, who's left a destructive relationship, who's left um, a, 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 a platform, YouTube, that is not self-honoring, right? That feels like an abusive using relationship. You know, anyone that's had to do that, you struggle, right? If you leave a marriage that wasn't working, you struggle because, you know, you don't have that double income now. Now you're off you know you don't have the money you don't have the adsense you leave youtube or you change jobs or you consider doing something else you might have to take a pay cut you know it you want cheaper rent you're struggling with the thing so you have to leave a city that you love right you know yes you struggle you you can no longer take like you know tell you that i need to tell someone how i feel about them even like in the most loving way ace of cups two of cups we risk rejection. We, we 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 risk being left out in the cold. That is why that person. So when we say comfort zone, it's not comfort. It doesn't always have to be comfortable in where we are. It's bloody. It's comfortable considering what the hell will happen next. Like you know what could happen next. This is still better. At least I'm here with my four pentacles and I don't risk it, and enter the five. But, right, let's see, what. why is this coming up for us? And that's in the past, right? So that's maybe this year. And that could be where we, where there's, we're just dealing with so much, you know? We can't afford to 
let go of what we're holding on to or what's what our current situation is it is earth maybe and i'd say i would say the last year because if this is sun in capricorn that is a whole year ago that's a theme that i've been talking about for a lot of people and you know what's been going on this past year for you all right two came out all right wow all right so okay so we've got the hermit and the two of pentacles and so this is this is what i was saying to you about you know why did i do it that way and please do not go i'm telling you not to be an asshole to other people don't be an asshole to yourself either right this is not it's okay if you feel that way but don't stop like just ride that train till the end like you know like, okay right i'm gonna wail on myself now because of what i did no no four of pentacles this is what what have but why the hermit is you know i'm the that's virgo i've got virgo down there a lot of earth coming in here of that's the only way that i could do this right you know that's because of what i wanted or what mattered to me that's the only way i could do it and i was so focused on just the options that i had ahead of me and that may be because physically you did not have more options physically there was nothing else you could have done that you've done the best that you could with what you had this this year and you know when we get into that that kind of mode of we become reactive right it all there's so much going on it's it's like we're just putting out fires the whole time right you know and that, and that can happen and that can happen so this isn't like you know oh, you should have done more it's not that it might have been that you know if i hadn't been so stressed out and focused on my health this year then you know i would have liked to have spent more time with my friends or you know just go gotten out a bit more like if i hadn't been so ill this year i might i'm just you know just as an example or if there hadn't been so much chaos in the family or with my personal relationships i really would have liked to have taken that course or done whatever so it's it's things like that but we're taking inspiration from this right and why do i say that because we've got the the ten of fire which is the, the ten of wands coming up with the ace of cups so that's i see this ace and two of water which is the ace of cups and the two of cups it's that gibo the gift so even from this even from your burdens even from everything that was piled on your plate even from the stress that you felt right or the things that did not feel fun ten of wands the things that you felt like i have to do this like i have to you know it's all well and good follow your bliss and shit but if i don't do this the bills don't get paid or you know the team's going to fall apart or the family's going to fall apart you know i have to do this i have to undertake this burden let that speak to you from a and you're aware of this right past this underlying you're aware of this but there has been emotional growth there has been spiritual growth through these trials and tribulations let's see what comes up for that ace of cups it's like every great love story begins with how we love ourselves yeah and this is that thing of but i couldn't do it but i can't my hands have been tired right oh wow and high priestess so i get the sense of you know where your intuition has you know there's memes the funny ones of oh my guides when they look at me and then it's like some stupid thing that the person's doing like you know they're not listening to their guides or whatever so this is not about that right i'm not saying i'm talking about your guides i'm talking about you i'm talking about how you feel 
I was thinking about this um, earlier, so especially when I thought about when I thought about Mercury square Neptune, I thought about the sevens, you know, the, the sevens and the kind. And if you add the four and the three, I mean, that's what the sevens are. There are four and a three added together. So the three of what we planned and what we created for the future and the four where we ended up. And so but at the at the at the sevens, it's our high, it's our intuition. We're not just asking for the sake of, oh, God, what's this dream? We're, we're looking at it from a higher perspective, um, a Neptunian perspective even, right? And that might be what this comes up this week for you. I haven't seen any sevens, but there's like deconstructed sevens coming up here of what is worth my time, effort and energy, right? What is worth that? And I kept, where did you keep putting off ways to share your love, say I love you or express your love like where what was that that I can't love or I can't show my love in this way or you know what was that especially around with the high priestess and this is I mean the high priestess come up with that eggshell is the ten of wands you know when we're too busy there's too much going on there's too much demand that I can't I don't have time like that's all well and good my intuition saying that but I can't do it right okay what is this and without blame like let's just take it whatever this was you were 100 percent correct and you couldn't do it any other way you couldn't have done it anyway let's just accept that right now you didn't make a mistake you did the best that you could with what you what you had this year that's you've done that like give yourself a pat on the back you're here right you're watching this we're at the end of the year right accept that about yourself but what is born from that what is the wish that you would make if you could go back and you know or if you just look at the year and you've got it you've got it to do all over again which in a way you have right you have got the, the year to, you can do it all over again we've got a fresh page that's coming up this transition that we're making right what would you do and not what would you make other people do remember that it's about ace of cups honoring your own feelings what did you keep putting on the back burner of your own feelings king of swords all right been seeing him a lot i feel like i've been seeing the king of swords and the king of cups a lot there we go yeah exactly you cannot make this shit up guys you cannot make this shit up so why why do we look at the, that feeling why do we look at what's in our own cup why do we look at what the story is around self-love and self-care and you know hope and where our, how our cup is full why do we look at that because with the two of cups you know and, and it's that whole thing of like attracts like you know what I was moving some decks around earlier actually let me show you let me grab it hold on okay so I was trying out different decks and I know I have you guys know I used to use this deck so much but I haven't I, I haven't really used I, you know I usually play with the cards a little bit shuffle them to see how I'm feeling and how I'm feeling through for the energy of it and this card came out right and it, I kind of feel like that's what this ace of cups two of cups is saying like attracts like this is if you're longing for more love in your life you need to be more loving and remember you know so 
even in this, even in, you know, freeing ourselves or trusting ourselves or whatever it is, observing ourselves, we want to do it in a way that is that which we want to attract, right? If you, you know, if you feel like someone's being cruel to you, then that doesn't justify you in being cruel, right? If you think about it, you stop it right there because it's like, and now I could be cruel back. I could be cruel back, but then what are you attracting more cruelty the patterns don't break this is about it's a gift like the, that that thing of a gift is the key part of this so ace of cups is your own cup and then you've got the two of cups which is knowing that you know i attract i attract what is in my cup not a card not to blame ourselves so knowing this right knowing this thing of what what love looks like to us what connection looks like to us what support from the it will change it will evolve but knowing that from an emo emotional place and you will see that some relationships are not supportive you know whether that's we've allowed that to happen or whatever the story is around that king of swords comes up when there's a decision to make and how he uses his knowledge changes his environment remember that that's a theme that keeps coming up you know the queen of swords is changed by what happens to her but the king of swords he changes with his knowledge with the way he speaks with the decisions that he makes now he is generally speaking you know usually he's not emotional he's able to discern what what is needed in this and can be like very much detached from his emotions as he makes that decision this is coming up in the two of cups so th so think about that that does not mean that he's cruel that means that he says it as a truth that this is the truth, that these kids are not doing well in school or, you know, that's not to say the kids are shit. He's not saying, it's the truth that these kids are not doing good in school. So, you know, what decision, we make decisions based on that so that we can raise their grades or help them out, right? It's not, and I think this is a concept that is rapidly evaporating from our world, unfortunately, but hey, we can bring it back if we embody it within ourselves in that to make a statement of, you know, I'm unhappy is we take that as someone saying well you make me unhappy because you're at fault no that's we don't do that what happened to you that, that just this is this is the situation so there is this kind of thing of being you know a bit little bit kind of detached from this to be able to make to know what is going on around relationships especially to know what the situation is where that it can you know we might feel a certain way on hearing that or acknowledging that within ourselves but we it's necessary to do that it's very necessary to do that and why i say detached and i can say this as someone who is a king of swords right um with my aquarius is that's not just ignoring emotions because if we don't you know remember we're embracing with capricorn and we're releasing with cancer especially with a cancer full moon if we can't say that you know this is the state of this relationship without it being loaded with meaning and stuff whatever without you know if if it's i can't speak this truth because then the person's going to be hurt or feel guilty or do whatever or i can't acknowledge my role in this because then that means i'm the asshole or you know whatever we remain stuck you know it it's really crucial to be able to know what the lay of that situation is the effect that it has without assigning blame without assigning guilt without doing any of that why but then a decision must be made. Why? Because 
our expectations have to be based on the actions that we take, what we do. This is that's this, you know, if we're looking at four of pentacles as the sun in um sun in Capricorn, then the, the three of wands are sun in Aries. So these are sun cards, right? But the sun brings us clarity. And so here it's the clarity of what where we don't want to be vulnerable, what we don't want to lose, right? Uh, what we're not what we're afraid that we'll go without when we do that. And with the sun the, in Aries, it's highlighting that which we can do, that which we can do ourselves. And this person has their back turned, but they're facing towards what they want to come in. Not, you know, recriminations or doing whatever. They're facing what they want. And that's why we got Ace of Pentacles, which is a commitment to that then, and the Ace of Cups, which is a gift. It's the path of love. It's self-honouring. And it's a sharing of this gift that we have within ourselves. You know, um, you only get to keep that which you're willing to give, but you can only give that which you have for yourself. You know, I always say that. I, I've been saying that for years and years. That's one of my early Aquarian insightisms or Jisms. Right. Let's have a look. Three of Pentacles. Remember what we said about compromise. So what is the compromise of the Three of Pentacles then? Why does that come up as a card of compromise? It comes up as a card of compromise because the compromise that we make here is the understanding that it that we build it strong together. You know, the whole Aquarian collective is born out of this notion in Capricorn. We build it strong together. We use our collective resources. I use, right? That is Capricorn. Not I use people, but this is the resources that I have to use. And so the compromise is that not everyone's going to be like me. Not everyone's going to speak like me. Not everyone's got the same skills as me, right? I will be different. You know, that's the Three of Pentacles. And each one of the three people in the Three of Pentacles, not in this deck, but traditionally, is different. They have a different skill set. You can, if you want to go like, you know, based on money, based on um, social class, based on whatever, all three of them are from a different, different social classes or you know um economic value right all of them have depending on which era you go into i mean that sometimes the the monk the spiritual leader he would have been you know the religious leaders were the, the richest and the highest in the land um it might be the architect who gets paid the most even in a capitalist era he is right but in a if you're trying to get some specialist work done then that the worker, the one who's working on the building, he has. So it's not about, it depends on the environment and the society on who's the highest, if you want, right? But they all serve a different purpose and they're all different from each other. That's the compromise that we make, that we're all different. But that we all contribute what we have to contribute. The compromise is not that the the worker says oh shit I better go learn to be an architect as well we all became architects with the plan of build this cathedral this way then who's going to build it who would build it who would finance it who would do anything why would we even need a cathedral if everyone's an architect right because it's the the monk in that card who wants the cathedral built for because of his spiritual beliefs and a place for people to worship so for that cathedral to exist, we need all three of those people. That's the compromise. And that's kind of like the, the template, I think, of 
Are you allowed to be you? Do you allow others to be who they are? And can we then work together? Bloody hell, Emperor. <laughs> right, so we've got the Emperor. And this is what I mean. Are you allowed to be you? Who are you? Now we've got the King of Cups. I told you, the King of Swords, King of Cups have been coming up a lot. Where did this card go? All right. Wow. So... <laughs> With the emperor, if he's showing you this scenario, right, of building this cathedral, and you, you think about that. What is the cathedral that you're trying to build next year in your life? It could be anything. Simpler lifestyle. Um, I want to live off the land. Um, I want to learn something new. I want to be in a relationship. I want a career that is worthy of me. I want my bank balance to be worthy, whatever it is. Because it's the emperor who's going to create that empire, right? It's his empire. So what kind of emperor do you need to be? And remember here, right? So we have the king of swords who took a step back, right? From the, he's able to dispassionately look at emotions, understand the state of relationships and know that this is because I give this cup and do this. This is why this is happening and make a decision based on that. Now, look at who is it, but who makes the final decision, right? It's the king of cups who understands, who, who now, he goes into the realm of emotions completely. And he's un, he understands every emotion that comes up is a gift. I love this. I love the fact the King of Swords comes up with the Ace of Cups and the King of Cups comes up with the Ace of Swords, right? And then the only one that's missing here is the Ace of Wands, which is the spark. But when you know who you are, warts and all, all the feelings, you know, everything, when you understand that, oh my God, like I, I've just spent the last five years trying to make sure that I never, ever get to have to feel sad again. And then you realise, oh shit, I think sadness, I'm going to have to choose how to live with it. That's the King of Cups who understands that. He knows how to live and deal with all emotions. He understands that about human beings. You know, if you go to, to a Scorpio and tell them about how you're feeling, right? You know, I mean, really, really dark thoughts, whatever you have, like whatever, I'll say dark thoughts, dark feelings that you have, right? Where you feel that. And they feel that shit all the time. They're like, you're describing Tuesday lunchtime to me, right? Because they know that all these feelings are there. Now, you know, the shadow of sh um, Scorpios where they just stay in the dark shadowy realms. But... Uh, the emotional intelligence of Scorpio is that, yeah, all these feelings exist. They're all there. They're all there in, in you know, that's that's what this emotion is. And we can get stuck there sometimes. Um, but the Ace of Swords is there to cut through it. So I love it. I, I love this, this new beginning, right? And so with the King of Swords, seeing it that way, a new relationship with our own emotions comes about because we're able to do that. But with our relationship to our emotions, King of Cups coming up there, then we're able to make decisions better because, you know, we have a greater relationship with our emotions. So beautiful, beautiful that you see, I, I love this head and heart and you see the King of Cups wielding the sword and you see the King of Swords giving you clarity on, on the cup, like amazing, wonderful, brilliant, right? So let's see. And then, so in the future, then I think how that changes. Think how that changes with the Three of Swords coming up, which what is the Three of Swords? The triggers. 
there are old stories that we have it's self-criticism it's because you know this what this card was saying about getting people out of your life and doing whatever you are doomed to repeat a pattern if you cannot like you know use your king of swords and king of cups in this way you will if you cannot look at your own cup if you cannot look at your own decision making ability if you cannot look at what am i committing to what is my commitment to this how do i nourish and grow this right you will be doomed to make the same have the same situation someone's shouting outside but it sounds like a child anyway um so with the three of swords coming up there now we understand our triggers in a very different way now we understand the old stories now we understand self-criticism especially we will understand it in our criticism of others of you know what we don't want there anymore because if it's like people always do this to me what is the sword that they always do right is the sword is within your heart so this i feel like would be what we're leaving behind this year which is the heartache pain loss triggers self-criticism um listen to yourself when you criticize anyone in the world because you're speaking about part of yourself and you know nobody wants to speak about themselves in that way so they keep it hidden right in the darkness yeah five of swords i see Oh. wonderful beautiful so think about this right the three of swords and the five of swords coming up um they have this element of ambition blind ambition of it's an empty victory three of swords five of swords where yeah we could fight yeah we could get the last word yeah we could do whatever we wanted to but it would be empty the store the sword will still be with us right so if i decide if i had issues i don't know with acquiring insight or something right or doing these videos and i had an issue with you guys or something i could shut this down and go off and do something else like screw the people screw whatever i'm gonna go do something else and i did have I've had those feelings early on when i started making videos i used to have feelings like that but i understood it's not like that's it i could make make the viewers or make the comments or make whatever the scapegoat but there's something in me that's being triggered by that and unless i you know whatever project i go and do i would take that with me that's so everywhere you know uh, everywhere everywhere i go there i am right it's that kind of feeling that comes up with this so what are we doing well it's knowing that our awareness of this the fights that we've had the com inner conflict outer conflict the win lose draw whatever the ambition the blows to the ego all of that that we've inflicted ourselves whatever they have made us a foundation four of wands where we now are ready to move in a new way act in a new way show up in a new way there is great emotional clarity you know it's almost like that fight that happens within us of because that's what we're doing right we're fighting our own emotions we don't want to feel sad we don't want to feel hurt we don't want to feel like losers or you know whatever but we're the ones feeling it not to let other people off the hook but also with the emperor right if and, and with the hermit here if we give other people the power so you know if i if i decide that oh my life is shit just because of this one person i'll just get rid of that person 
no the problem is why did i give all of that power why did i give so much power to one person to be able to affect me in such a way that's me i did that i gave my power to someone i allowed them to play that role in my life why because they made me feel good until they didn't so it will all come back to your foundation the moves that you're willing to pull out queen of wands what you want and how you're willing to go for it how i move through the world how self-directed am i and you know and mars in capricorn which i know doesn't happen until the uh, the first i think it's the second of january or maybe the fourth well it's the first week the first week of january mars in capricorn is very self-directed you know you can blame the shoes you can blame the people you can blame the what you can do whatever but ultimately it's like i couldn't get up the mountain i didn't even try to go up the mountain that person kept telling me this this person kept doing me that and it was still that you know but i insisted on going up the mountain with them so be gentle with yourself this is why i was getting so excited about the king of swords ace of cups king of cups ace of swords because they're they there's that's a beautiful nurturing loving combination but it's using what you already know because there's mastery that comes in from that and let's go for the advice the messenger of earth which is the knight of pentacles so the advice is take it one step at a time go easy with yourself um there is a shift there is a turn but it's we're not I mean, hopefully, no one's expecting that. Oh, God, 31st, the year ends. Oh, my God, my life is fixed on the 1st. This is that feeling. Remember, I'm talking about Jupiter in Taurus coming up here. And even all these feelings and the way that you have this awareness. And this could be an epiphany that comes up. But implementing that, making that a practice in our lives, showing up and with this awareness, because we'll forget this, right? You'll watch this reading and think, oh, my God, you're so right. I get it. Yeah, this has changed for me. And then you're going to be sitting across the table from your aunt or from your cousin or from someone. And then it, all this will be forgotten in that moment. And it's that it's remembering that, you know, not, like consideration, the pause. OK, well, I'm just gonna, what step am I going to take here? I'm not that person anymore. Like, you know, this who am I right now? How do I do this? So take it slow and easy. You're bringing this in. Um, you know, I always give that example of a, a cruise line or a ship turning around. Right. Or making a turn it takes a minute it takes a minute right for it to turn five of wands beautiful um so this is that challenge how we challenge ourselves we're challenging ourselves to go a little slower to be a little bit more deliberate but look at where we are putting our foot why we're putting our foot there i wonder if the I'm trying to think if this if the if there's a full moon on 27th no i'm getting a whole sense of Virgo energy coming in obviously with this but just be us six of pentacles all right exactly this that it's taking ownership and responsibility for what we do for how we show up I mean the five of wands is a gift for all concerned five of swords is bitch I'm gonna win I'm gonna take all of this you can go fuck yourself right it's that it's callous I don't care I don't care if you get it or not. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to be right, to win, to show that I'm better than this. And that's disempowered. Five of Swords, is it's an Aquarius card. 
and it is the shadow of Aquarius. And I would argue what you have seen in the world since Saturn, uh, Saturn revealed this, when Saturn went into Aquarius, when was that, 2020? Um, that, that's what you saw. You saw the Five of Swords at play. And the Five of Swords is Venus in Aquarius. And it's, it's, it's not, I don't know why it's Venus in Aquarius, but um, it's very, I don't have Venus, I have Venus in Sag, so that's a very weird notion to me. But the Five of Swords, it's very calculated, right? It's just, I can do this, blind ambition. Um, I want to win. I want to be right. My cause is better than yours. But it's an empty victory because we all lose. And I think that's what we've seen in the world. All the fighting, all the conflict, we all lose. This is not saying don't have conflict, don't have whatever. Five of Wands, though, we all win. Everyone ups the game in the Five of Wands. No one loses. Right? There may be winners and losers if we're playing a match or we're playing a game. There are winners and losers. There are people who are more successful than other people. But we all up our game in the Five of Wands. But we show up differently. And that's what the Six of Pentacles comes up. And what's the Six of Pentacles? Why am I doing this? Um, is it for an end result? Which is okay if we want to live that way, right? But Six of Pentacles is, and that's a Taurus card, which is a moon or Mercury in Taurus. It's that feeling of, it's, you know, I get something out of doing this. There's no such thing as a selfless act. I get something out of doing this. But what am I getting out of doing this? Now, you've got this, um, maybe this is Mercury, because this is, you've got Magician here. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, Neptune is in Pisces, Bulls Pisces, can things get surreal with Neptune, right? But that Virgo energy is the antidote to when we're lost with the Pisces energy. We don't want Virgo on its own, right? It's discernment. But we get too locked into Virgo, it becomes soulless. There's no meaning to anything. But when we're lost in those Piscean mystical infinite waters, Virgo is the matchstick that can keep us from drowning. It's, it's that, it's that ability to know why you're doing this, right? You know, in in the greater sense, in our practical reality, and so we discern this. We understand, right? You know, I am using what I know and the tools that I have to create something new here. And the magician has all the aces, and you so have you. You've got Ace of Pentacles, Ace of Cups, Ace of Ace of Swords. What do they mean? Your ability to know what has potential for you and what you, how you are physically able to commit to it, to use your resources to nurture and grow the potential that you see in yourself and others. Ace of Cups is your ability to recognize what is in your own cup. You know, the, nobody with the awareness of the Ace of Cups, it's the whole potential of water and with the eight, King of Cups coming up, they don't go around saying this person made me feel this or it made me do that and we might say it you know for ease of conversation how the hell else do we convey things to each other and speak about it but we don't mean it that we're not blaming anyone right we just we recognize that when i'm in this person's presence my own my own cup spills on me and when it spills on me, there is anger there or there is shame in that or whatever. So why have I got that in my cup when I'm around this person? Like that, it's that kind of very deep understanding. And that's why then you go forward looking at what you're creating and, and how you're creating it. 
with all of this knowledge that we have. Profound, wonderful end to the year, but I think I'm going to leave it right there. Let me know how you guys get on. I wish those of you that celebrate, I wish you a wonderful festive season. Um, like I said, this week is the 25th to the 31st. So 25th, that's Christmas Day. Uh, I will be spending Christmas with my family. And the 31st is New Year's Eve. Um, thank you for this year, guys. Uh, I won't go into it too much here because I, I'm, I'm planning. I'm, you know, And if I do it here, then I think, oh, I don't have to do it because I said it. I will save it. I'm going to save that for the talk that I want to do. Um, just want to say I love you guys very much. Be safe, be warm, be happy, be aware, right? Even if you're not any of those things. And no, just because it's been that way for however long it's been that way doesn't mean it has to be as we go forward. You guys are a gift to the world and let the world be a gift to you. I will see you next year. Love you guys. Happy New Year. Goodbye for now. <laughs>